Welcome to the On The Way podcast. Thanks for tuning in while you are on the way somewhere. At Fincastle Baptist Church, our mission is to know God, grow in God, and live for God. And as you listen, our goal is to give practical applications to learn, grow, and become better disciples of Jesus. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Thank you for joining us as we talk truth and life with each other. Well, welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin, and I'm here with Pastor Jeff. And however and wherever you're listening, we're so glad you're tuned in today. Pastor Jeff, it's a bonus episode, man. I am pumped. I am so excited. Pastor Jeff, you ever had a bonus? (laughs) I have. Yes, yes, I have. You have had a bonus before? Yeah, yeah, a couple times, but uh, you know. I'd like to talk to my boss about that and see if we can up that. Well, let's move right on. We're so glad you are uh, (laughs) listening today, and uh, it would mean the world to us if you would rate or review or share this podcast, however you're consuming the uh, content. We work real hard to provide quality content, and we call this On The Way, Pastor Jeff. Why is that? Because everyone's on the way somewhere, right? and uh, we want to make sure through... Uh, just helping you learn how to live this Christian life. We want to make sure that you find yourself on the way to heaven. Yeah. And as you're on the way to heaven, we want you to not only just know God, but grow in God. And as you mentioned, so we can live for God. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways we're to do that is we use sometimes phrases in the church world, like we're to live on mission for God. And that's really what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We're going to talk about our at Fincastle Baptist Church, our 2025 vision. Actually, it was a few years ago when you introduced this, and uh, one of the things that you said was that we were going to, through our our partnership in Guatemala with Hope of Life, we were going to um, sponsor a thousand church planters. How are we doing on that? And we're doing goal? well on reaching that goal. You know, we're we're thankful, yeah. and and you know, by God's provision and uh, God's enablement will accomplish that part of the goal. Yeah, yeah. Another one, uh, there was a three-prong attack here. One of them was in Guatemala, which was overseas, and then we wanted something a little more local, so we're thinking uh, the Lord's directed your heart to open two more campuses by 2025, Mm -hmm. and we've We've opened our Rockbridge campus uh, just March of last year, right? So we're really excited about that and what God is doing there and the lives that are being changed there. Yeah, and and the last element of that 2025 vision was uh, to plant a church in Montana. Yes. And when you mentioned that, I thought, okay, I mean, Montana, why not like Tennessee or (laughs) Minnesota or... I don't know, North Carolina. I I was curious because I didn't know the story and how you had kind of, the Lord had directed your heart towards Montana. And that's why we're here today to talk about that. Yeah. And, and it really started back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I, Terry and I took a, you know, just family vacation to Montana. And as we drove around, we, what we did not see is just churches. You yeah, just didn't see yeah. church buildings. And then I mm-hmm. kind of came back and got in contact with the Montana Baptist Association, the North American Mission Board, and then started learning some of the just demographic information of Montana that, you know, 
over 90%, nine out of 10 Montanians, uh, if that's a is word, that what they're called? I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll say it is, you know, what, what Montana people, Montana people. Yeah. Don't that. know Jesus. And so <laughs> it, that began a process and one thing led to another. But when you're thinking about planning a church in Montana, one of the biggest obstacles mm-hmm. is who is actually yeah. going to plant the church yeah. in Montana. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, uh, Obviously, we can't hire a staff member to go and do that. That would be unbeneficial for us and for them. So who is going to do that? Right. And so through a series of events, uh, God allowed me to get reacquainted with our special guest today. Mm -hmm. We're so glad to have in studio all the way from Montana. This is Keith Flanagan, and welcome to On The Way, Keith. Welcome. I'm excited to be here with you guys. I mean, it's, what, 12 degrees in Montana right now and 70-something here. So if for 81. no other reason, I am glad to be here soaking up some Yeah, sun. it's 81 degrees today, actually. So wow. it's even hotter than you thought. So it's good. It's good stuff. It's like summer. And so, Keith, <laughs> you and your new wife, how long have you been married? Seven months. Seven months. So you're newlywed. And you were serving as a pastor in Georgia, correct? I was. I was a campus pastor. Uh, I tell people I was church planning on training wheels. We Mm. were about 30 minutes from uh, our main campus, kind of like you guys have uh, a couple of your different campuses, and um, was doing that for a couple years, loved it, but the Lord began to move my heart towards something else, and eventually found out it was Montana. And so how long have you been in Montana? Tell us a little bit about the plan, the goal, the dreams, uh, you know, and, and why Montana for you, I guess, would be a good question. Yeah, so if your story starts really in a major way in 2019, my story starts in a major way in 2020. Mm. So uh, story starts on a fishing trip with a buddy from college and um, where I also met my wife. So I didn't catch much fish that week, but... Uh, you caught something caught much caught more a, valuable. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying way harder for that. So yeah. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, our story, much like you, we we drove around and didn't see many churches, mm. and so we just began to ask locals. Um, you know what was the spiritual climate and culture of of Montana, and there wasn't much of one. So as we began to do research, we found that Montana was a pretty church area, and um, and when you say pre churched area, what does that mean? That means there's never been a lasting gospel presence in Montana. So you look at the Northeast, and you know maybe great grandma so and so was a Christian, but maybe the rest of the family isn't, or maybe you got a lineage of faith. Well, mm-hmm. um, most people we have met in Montana don't have a Christian in their ancestry that they know of. So they you can't track back. You said something the other day as we were talking about the oldest church that you know of in Montana. Mm. Like, for example, Fincastle Baptist Church is a couple hundred years 18, old. 1831. <laughs> right? It's pretty so, old. It's old. It's pretty old. Yeah, I wasn't the pastor then you, either, I, Pastor I, Jeff, in case you wondered. When we go through Class 101, I make sure that people know that. I want to make sure <laughs> Thank they you know. for clarifying that. <laughs> you actually came 99 years later almost. Oh, almost you're exactly. funny. 99 years later, yeah. <laughs> 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 so the oldest church, though, in Montana... Yeah. The oldest church in Montana is is roughly 70 years old, and wow, so and that's wow. a generous estimate. But um, wow. That's pretty young. Mm. That's young, definitely. Yeah. And so the need is great there in Montana. So you, you're you're on this fishing trip. You you notice, man, you're talking to locals. There's just not a lot of churches. God just begins to stir your heart? Yeah, so we, we began to just do research. I went back, and 
you know, in today's world, I YouTubed about Montana. I looked mm-hmm. up demographics, began to find one place that the Lord continued to lay on my heart. Uh, locals call it Bo's Angeles, but Bozeman, Montana. <laughs> um, most outdoor companies and things are located there. You've probably heard of it. And mm-hmm. um, to, in my mind, Montana was cowboys and cow fields. And what I found was there was a thriving and growing industry in Montana. So Bozeman, it's got about 125,000 people in the valley that it's located in wow. and 60,000 in the city. Now, just seven years ago, uh, it was a city of about 30,000. So they've had a, an insane influx of growth. The last seven years, they've been the fastest growing, uh, what's considered a micropolitan in the nation and definitely the fastest growing city in Montana. So Montana itself has about a million people. So that's 10% of Montana lives in the Bozeman area. And so wow. the Lord just began to move our heart towards Bozeman, um, my heart specifically, and then eventually as I dated and now married uh, my best friend's sister, shout out, um, <laughs> uh, began to move our heart towards Montana because there was a great Hold on need. a second. We got, we got to go back to that. You married your best friend's sister? Ooh. I did, I did. Isn't that a but no-no, minute, Pastor what about, Jeff? What about the bro code? You know, I like to think of that as guiding principles, you know, oh. kind of like Proverbs, <laughs> like, hey, it's you shouldn't do that because it's probably not going to be wise for you. Oh, right. Some guys, right. you know, may do it and it works, but it usually doesn't. Did your friendship um, with this guy uh, survive this test? It did. What I would tell Good. him as we were dating was a uh, little bit of investment for a lifetime of fun. Oh, um, okay. Me and him, we get to vacation together and uh, fly so fish you had, together. You had to and sell it a little bit. It was yeah. a long-term plan. Okay. Yeah, was, yeah, I, I, yeah. Got you. <laughs> okay. You mentioned uh, 125 some thousand people mm-hmm. in the Gallatin Valley there in uh, in Bozeman area. How many gospel preaching churches? Obviously, there's other churches, other denominations, and other uh, other churches. But how many gospel preaching churches would you say there are in that area? I'd say a, a safe estimate, a generous estimate, are six to seven gospel wow. preaching churches. Now, in the city of Bozeman. I would say about four healthy churches that are preaching the gospel, mm. believe the Bible is God's word, preaching that Jesus was crucified and rose again on the third day, and that we ought to confess our sins and believe in Him. And so, ninety wow. percent uh, of people in Montana, and again, a generous estimate, um, I believe it's more, do not have a personal relationship with Jesus. Mm. And so, that mm. was shocking to us. You know, I, I kind of assumed Montana was the Georgia of the West. You know, I mm. kind of just assumed yeah, it was yeah. very conservative and and um, and we began to see a, a much different picture of the area. So it's definitely very much outside of the Bible Belt, as you would. It is, and then a lot of the influx of growth is coming from places even more west or northeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's already not a gospel presence, and now the Lord, uh, in His you know goodness and sovereignty, is moving a lot of people there who come from even more uh, lostness in their cities and mm-hmm. cultures. Mm-hmm. So here you are, you're serving as a campus pastor at a pretty large church in Georgia. You're, you know, establishing your career, you, you clearly have a nice career path here, and you tell your new wife, I'm giving all of this up and we're moving to mm-hmm. Bozeman, Montana. Yeah, um, if I don't recommend broke breaking bro code, I certainly don't recommend taking your brand new wife and saying, hey, I'm going to quit my job. We'll get married, 
You'll pay the bills. I use your debit and credit card. Take you uh, away from all of your I'll family. I'll take you away from all your family, and then we'll yeah. fundraise our support. It, it wasn't a great you pitch. Seven but months. You've been married seven months. Now? Been married okay. seven months, well, and um, right. well, it's okay. working so I mean, far. So it far, is. it seems to be okay. All right, we, we're we're getting through. <laughs> so. How long, so then you moved to Montana and you've only been out there a few months and what have you kind of been doing in what, what do you call before you maybe start the church? Yeah. So what I would tell people, cause I really do believe, uh, if there's an overarching call and, and man, a calling I feel on my ministry is to help believers see that life is better when you're, le- when you leverage your life for the gospel, God has made you. Mm-hmm. He's placed you where you are. He's given you the passions you have. And so, um, you know, what we are doing is what we would invite any other believer to do that's walking with Jesus. Uh, wherever you're located and whatever your context, um, try your best living intentionally. Intentionality is the lifeblood of the gospel. God does mm-hmm. nothing on accident. Right. Um, try to become a local as quickly as you can. And so that looks different for different people. For me, I'm a, I'm a fly fisherman, an outdoorsman. Um, I'm a reformed hick. Uh, I tried to <laughs> cover it a little bit. but um, And so what I did is I just began to go to the places I would go anyways and, and just introduce myself. I think so, much, so often we make sharing the gospel more difficult than it has to be. I just say hello, uh, or maybe you say hi or hey. I don't know how, what you say, but I just say, hey, my name's Keith. And um, you know, naturally, they're going to tell you their name, and they won't remember your name the first time or the second time. But by the third time, uh, some people call it that gospel guilt, and uh, they remember your name, and you begin to ask them questions about themselves, and ultimately, you you begin to talking about things that matter, like what you're passionate about, and they're going to ask you back. And so that's what we begin to do: is just if we see a local need, we try to serve it. If we um, we like doing things. We try to do that every week and become locals as quickly as possible so that we can share the gospel. And so you're in a pre-launch phase now. The next part is to maybe uh, develop relationships with people, start a Bible study. I know you're planning on several of those, and then by God's grace, start a public launch. And you're also in the process of just kind of you know seeing God raise up your team because you can't do this by yourself, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I also, you know, I guess there's three things I wouldn't recommend. Parachute planning is one of them. Mm. Um, my plan, if I was to ever write this out on paper, was I'd build my team before I moved to Montana. Uh, but God did it much differently. Uh, but what has been so cool is to see God act on our behalf mm. and raising up. I mean, even two people, two families from your church who have decided mm. to join us, one of which before ever meeting us in person, yeah. and yeah. one of which only meeting us for very little, you know, less yeah. than a week. And so... Wow. We're getting to watch God move people in from outside of Bozeman, but also, you know, God is sovereignly moving in people's lives. Mm. Uh, and and what we have gotten to see is we moved to Bozeman, and maybe it's a friend of a friend who says, my family member moved there six months ago or mm. six weeks ago. Or, or, or ultimately, you know, there will be many people on our church launch team that are first-generation Christians. We will baptize them before we ever hold our first public service. And so... And when you say first-generation Christian, you mean that nobody in their family is a believer, correct? Yes, sir. As as much as they know of, there's never been a Christian wow. in their family. Mm. That's almost unbelievable in this in this day and age and in this country. It just seems like when you think of unchurched and unreached areas, you don't think of United States, right? You think of you know, someplace in the deepest, darkest corners of Africa yeah. that maybe they haven't heard about the gospel. But, you know, I think of back when we first launched the Highlands Campus, 
here in Allegheny County, just 45 minutes from where we're sitting right now, I was talking to people who had never heard the gospel. Right. And it just blows my mind when I think about that. There's people that haven't heard the gospel walking around the streets right next to us in the grocery store, right beside us in the gas pumps, even in, in every context that we're in. And that just to think that nine out of ten people in Montana have never heard the gospel just blows my mind. The fields have got to be ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've got to be ready to hear. Yeah. So our goal is to, in a, in a place that is take, take, take. I mean, people come and take vacation, or they take resources, or they mm-hmm. uh, maybe take pictures. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. We want to be a church that gives, and we want to mm-hmm. be a church that's for the community and for community. And so our hope is that we will become so prevalent and engaging in the church that um, that when they look around and say there must be a God, or they get an invitation from a friend, or maybe crisis happens in their life, that they'll know that they can come to us, that we love them, and we, we have the hope. That, that they need. So someone's listening to this today, Keith, and they say, man, how can I help? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what are you know, two, three ways they could help you? Yeah, you know, there's three ways you can help us. First, no matter what else you do, please pray. Mm-hmm. Please put us on your prayer list, uh, on your refrigerator, <laughs> whatever you have to do to remember <laughs> us and pray. Um, it is definitely lonely, and it's something that we know that we can't do in and of ourselves. We know that this is only by God's Holy Spirit that, that He's going before us. And so please pray for us. Uh, also, um, for some of you, God might ask you to give. We are funded by the graciousness of other Christians. And so, um, man, just all the way back in the New Testament, we see Paul saying, hey, give so that we can go. And, and then for some of you, God may be asking you to go. And maybe right now is the beginning of your Montana journey, or right now the Lord's been moving in your life, and, and He's leading you towards Montana. And we haven't met yet, but for some of you, God's asking you, to go and join him on mission in Montana. Yeah, as you mentioned, we've been it's been so exciting to me to see that God's already calling out the called and calling out the people that he's already been stirring their heart. And my prayer is that God would do that. You might be listening to this podcast today. You might have just stumbled upon us, and God might already be working in your heart mm-hmm. uh, and to be leading you to play a part in what God is already doing there in Bozeman, Montana. I know, Pastor Jeff, we're excited to be able to do that. We yes. encourage our listeners to do that. Uh, I know we'll have some information in our show notes at the end of the podcast where you can reach out and get additional information because, mm-hmm. you know, we we could talk forever, literally, about what God is doing there in, uh, in, in Montana. But before we wrap it up there, Pastor Keith, what's maybe a word of challenge or encouragement you'd give to the listeners or a prayer request, something that maybe uh, your final word? Yeah, I would encourage, and I know we talked about this yesterday at your Sunday service, I would encourage anyone, there is no better and more fulfilling life than building your life on Jesus and around the local church. Mm -hmm. So wherever the Lord has you, plug into the local church, uh, Mm -hmm. because I promise you, uh, that is what's led us to Montana. The local church is the hope of the world. And so I would encourage you, man, build your life on Jesus and build your life around the local church. Amen. Amen. Good word to close out our show. Thank you, Keith, for joining us. And uh, again, if you would like more information about how to contact uh, Pastor Keith and, and maybe to be involved in their ministry, we'll have some information in the show notes. Thanks for joining us on this bonus episode today. We'll catch you back the next time. 
have been listening to On The Way. Do you have a question for Fincastle Baptist Church? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. Thank you for joining us while you've been On The Way.